When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome, friends. We just watched the Xbox Bethesda showcase, the big old reveal. We got a whole bunch of awesome stuff about Starfield and a bunch of the other games. What you are about to listen to is me and Dave Chaffins, the co-host on the Starfield Lorecast, or my co-host, uh, talking about our predictions. And then after that, at so <laughs> this is the way it's formatted. In the beginning, we're talking about our predictions. This was before the showcase played. And then I've taken our responses at the end of the showcase and put them right after that. So if that's what you're interested in, you can get all of that. And then once we wrap that section up, if you're interested in hearing the entire showcase with our responses, our responses to the chat from the community as we went through everything that was revealed, that's also on this. But it's after the first and the last section which have kind of been swapped so you don't have to listen through the whole thing if you want to just get to our reactions to what was revealed about starfield so i hope you guys enjoy it um buckle in lots of awesome stuff and thanks for being here all right here we go all right in the 13 minutes we have left, and I, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to take this audio and put it up on the podcast feed so people can hear our predictions, and then they can go, well, they were right or wrong about that, <laughs> and at the end, they can hear our reactions. Does that sound good? I so, like that. All right. So let's see. Let's, real quick, what do you think we're, what are we going to see? Let's start with Starfield stuff, but then okay. any other Bethesda or Xbox speculation. What what do you you go first? Or I can go first, but you can go first. We can I both go at the same time. We'll both go at the same time. We're, we're both in agreement that <laughs> gameplay, like there will be active gameplay shown for Starfield, right? Are we both in agreement on that? Yeah, I mean that was the thought when it was still releasing in the fall. I mean that was the hope, right? Like if they're going to release in the fall, that's what they did with like Fallout 4, you know, like uh, that's been the, the trend, but now that they're delaying it, I think people I think you're right. I think people would be disappointed not to get gameplay stuff. Um, I also think that they need to combat some of the some of the like the the negative leak stuff that's been coming out. So they've got a little bit of uh, trying to patch things up with the community, which means show us this game's fun. Yeah. 
So if I had to get specific on it, I would say that they are going to start with a little bit of gameplay on a planet. Then you're going to get into your ship. Then you're going to fly away and you're going to be flying around and then you're going to jump to star speed. And that's where it'll end to star space. Yeah. Where do I want to keep changing where I'm putting our heads on the screen? Because we're little, we're little, we're little guys right now. Another thing, since, you know, we often podcast about fallout things, instead of being talking heads, I would like for the colloquial term for fallout podcasters to just be bobbleheads. (laughs) <laughs> we're that. just bobbleheads okay so yeah. you think we're gonna get like actual mm, i think if they're gonna showcase gameplay that will get a little bit on i mean they've been giving us so much of the background like these are the locations you can go and these are some of the planets and this is the artwork i think we might get a little bit of the behind the scenes like this is who you are when you start out the game. I think we're going to get a little bit of that. And then I think we might actually see a little bit of the, like, uh, flying a ship. Yep. Like a, a little bit of the verbs, right? Like mm-hmm. flying a ship, shooting a gun, you know, like, but like some really cool moments of that. Yeah. Um, now the question, the other, the other thing is, are we going to get like little snippets of like, here's this thing and this is like real quick boom this is what this looks like or are we going to get like a like a sit down playthrough section like this is about 15 minutes into the game and the next two minutes you're going to see what you would be doing about 15 minutes into the game are we going to get that like a little you know i think you're right do you think they'll do like a trailer of like this is what constellation is for those that aren't like you know deep in the star facts like we are <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah 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 i think i think we're definitely that? get some we're gonna get some world world building stuff right yeah Ima- imagine living in the future 200 years right. from now blah 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 like that thing we're gonna get that thing because todd loves to do that but then i think we're also gonna get some a little bit of hands-on stuff yep a little bit of yeah a little bit of gameplay like dirt farmer says um Okay, so outside of Starfield, we've got nine yep. minutes left. Nine minutes, mm-hmm. guys. Nine minutes. Um, outside of Starfield, what el- what other Bethesda stuff do you think we'll get? What are you hoping for? What does your heart tell you? Um, Fallout One and Two remastered by In Exile. Um, it is not like a groundbreaking change of like moving 3D. It is still that 2D isometric, but the models are just updated. Really? Yeah. By In Exile specifically. Yeah. That studio. Yes. Yes. That would be awesome. Like models updated, like UI. Yeah. More act, it's, like it's ported better animations. And you can put it on the switch, which Bethesda is trying to get into that. That's true. That's true. Into that mobile market. I mean, Xbox in general is putting more stuff on the switch and they want smaller experiences, stuff you can play on a, like you can move around and play in different areas and that updates those games and kind of makes them more accessible. Cause that's like, that's like a piece they're missing that are still good games that hold up. If Lotus were here, he could speak to the efficacy of um, the old elder scrolls games, but I don't know if that's hold up. As well. uh, no, you, I don't know. I feel like fallout one and two hold up better than some of the old elder scroll stuff because right. of just the, the, like they were, they were so much more reined in like the old elder scroll stuff is just huge or it's like really i don't know really janky yeah <laughs> like like i don't know uh battle spire is really janky but um man one and two see okay so here's here's my thought on the fallout front 
I think I think we're going to, of course, we're going to get like, here's what's coming this year to Fallout 76 or mm-hmm. like that stuff. Right. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get like a new Vegas 2 like logo on the screen. Yeah. Mm. A little like Bethesda Obsidian together, you know, and 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 I mentioned this on some of the shows I was talking, you know, at the end of the shows um, this week. But I I think that. That's a fan favorite. I think that Microsoft would absolutely want them to do that because they know it's going to sell. And I know that Obsidian is wrapping up work with some of their other titles. We're going to see some of the other stuff Obsidian's doing during the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have the team at Obsidian that worked on New Vegas and Fallout 1 and 2, some of them are actually have been there, you know, part of those things as well. Um, right writing the main story bits and like the main quest and then being able to with the direction of Bethesda you know helping people understand how to work the engine or whatever hand that off to even maybe a third studio to do a lot of the asset creation a lot of the side quests a lot of the voiceover stuff you know like I'm thinking they can do like a cross studio thing now and be and and the other thought on this is that we're still waiting maybe a year for Starfield to come out, right? And then we've got Elder Scrolls Six, which we know they're working on. They're going to put four years into that, maybe before four or five years before we get that. And then for them to start working on a Fallout Five, like we're still a decade away. So Microsoft is probably going to be like, guys, we can't just leave the Fallout audience with Fallout 76 and then hope that everything else is going to be fine. They're still going to be with us a decade from now. Like we're now looking at like considerable percentage of like human life <laughs> between mm-hmm. every title, you know, it's I think I think you're right. I, th- I think Obsidian will eventually I don't know. I don't know if it'll be shown on this show, but I think they want to. Like I, everybody wants them to work in a fallout as far as it being like actually new Vegas too. I don't know. I think if, it's whatever, whatever the thing is that they're going to put obsidian on. And if they were smart, they would just call it new Vegas too, because they know it's going to sell it. If they see my, my thing is if they like, if they do Fallout one and two, then say, okay, well, we're doing a sequel to Fallout new Vegas, but we're not calling it's, it's not in Vegas. It's, it's just West coast that mm. would make sense with their library being like to understand the West coast storyline. You need to play fallout one, fallout two and new Vegas. To That's, be true. Like That's true. That's I mean, true. With it, everything. Yeah. I mean, it could be, they could sell it as the spiritual successor to new Vegas. Yeah. And this one happens to be located in Arizona or Colorado or wherever. Right. right. Um, yeah. They could totally do that. All right. We've got five minutes left. We've talked about Fallout. We talked about Starfield. What do you think for like Elder Scrolls stuff? Because that's the other big, big one. Do you think we're going to see much about Elder Scrolls Six? A uh, high aisle, like cinematic for mm-hmm. end of year stuff. Yep. Um, I think. Uh, other than that, I, I don't think so. Um, maybe if I'm like longballing this, maybe an update to Blades. <laughs> oh my god all right all right the mobile the mobile side of things um yeah, yeah i think we might get uh, like just maybe an offside like a comment right like yeah we're full you know we're wrapping up starfield we're full steam ahead on elder scrolls 6 and you know stay tuned we'll talk about more of that in the future but let's talk about these other things probably that okay so here's Here's the other thing. Quake 
People have been talking about Quake. Quake Quake has been rumbling in in the periphery. Doom's doing great. They, you know, remade Doom in 2016. They did a sequel based on that formula. That works really well. Quake is the other old id title from the 90s. I loved Quake 1. I loved Quake 3. Not so big on 2 or 4. Um, could they doomize Quake? I think and- if what you might... If I'm thinking about this, if I'm like really using my brain, they would tease that here and show gameplay at QuakeCon because there's like a, it's a QuakeCon thing. Yeah, it's QuakeCon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I guess that that's the question then. Like, what is the Doom? What has the Doom team been doing? Are they working on a Doom three? I doubt it. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like Doom Two is pretty a pretty solid game. They keep adding a little bit more stuff to it. They've got the story all buttoned up. Um, having a Quake game that was just like visceral, but not as I don't know, just like kind of darker in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be cool. That would be cool. I li- like. I have never. I played Quake Three. I think that was the one I've played mm-hmm. like first, and then I went back and played the old ones on the Switch, and that was pretty good. But. I'm curious. I'm curious what they're working on. I'm curious about Redfall. Yeah, and definitely getting more shot, Redfall stuff. My long shot is they announce another Dishonored. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's my long shot. Yeah, because that's They've the team. Money. That's the team that did uh, um, well, the game that just came out this year, where you can you go back through time again, over and over mm-hmm. again. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the freaking name of the game? I can't remember uh, the name. Death Loop. Death, death Loop. Death, death Loop. loop. Because it's a death loop. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But that's that was that team. You think that they would? You think that team would keep with that? Would, would they'd go back to Dishonored again? You think they're outsourcing that to another studio? I think they're going to go back to Dishonored. I think that's the bread and butter. Um, I think that the the Austin team's going to stick with Redfall, and I think that they're going to. Um, mm-hmm. I think Dishonored is going to come back. I think people underestimate Dishonored. I like, think it's one of those sleeper hits. Like it didn't sell super awesome when it mm-hmm. first was out, but it's going to do better <laughs> if they do a third one, you know, like it could, because it, it's also the the benefit of like um, the fact that it's been on sale a lot. It's on game pass. More people play the original two and then there's more people excited for a third one when it finally shows up, even if it didn't sell great the first time, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think we're getting pretty close here, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Premiere begins shortly. Let's see if they uh, hit stream. If it shows up for you guys and it doesn't show up on my end, let me know and I'll refresh it. You got a Hail Mary in your pocket? Uh, My Hail Mary was the New Vegas 2 title Mm -hmm. screen. I still think that that would be like, I don't know, three years out if they're going to do it justice. If they're going to do a New Vegas 2, then they shouldn't say New Vegas 2. I would say that they do new New Vegas. New New Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or you new go. and improved Vegas. Yeah. 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 Toasty says, is that Dave Chaffins of the internet? It is. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. What's up, Toasty? Yeah. Um Yeah, Dishonor technically has two games with two standalone DLCs. Whoa. That's really loud. I don't know if that was really loud for everybody else. It was loud for me. All right, 
One minute, 46 seconds. The, the newest, the newest Vegas. <laughs> yeah, something like that. A New Vegas remake? Well, that's okay. So that's another thing that we could see. Like, there have been people asking for remakes of Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. You said 1 and 2. But what about 3 or what about 3 in New Vegas? Not 3 and 4. But 3 in New Vegas. Or 3 in New Vegas, remastered, less crashy, and now also on the Switch. I'm going to lower this. I don't this. know. This is so I, don't, like, I think maybe... Uh, I think... You, one thing that we forgot about is they'll probably do a Fallout 4 Legendary Edition. And they'll... Like, if they're going to port anything to their new, like, engine, it's going to be Fallout 4. Because that's their most... Like, outside of Skyrim, that's their most successful game ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily they port it to the Unreal Engine so much as they update the game with better graphics and make sure it doesn't crash as much. But then they could put in like mod support for consoles and resell it to everybody, and then people could like, you know, have the like the, the marketplace thing that they added for like Skyrim and Fallout Four. They have that already for four. But they could do console. it for three in New Vegas. Oh, that's true. That's, that's what I'm true. saying. Is like they re- oh, yeah. remaster three in New Vegas, and then they get those on there. Twelve seconds. Another new version of Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> of course. There's somebody's going to make a joke again. about how many times they release Skyrim. All right, two, one. Here we go. Is this the wrap up? Uh, so no yeah. other. None of our other predictions. That does look really anything. good, though. That does look really we didn't good. Get anything. Well, we, we, we shot. We shot for the moon. Gameplay, what happened? That's true. We did get Starfield gameplay, and we got actually flying the ships, which I wasn't sure, and a little bit of character creation. Yep. Cool to see some uh, Redfall and Diablo Four. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep, yep. Yeah, thanks for being here, Kevin. Um, all right, so wrap up. Last thoughts, because it looks like we're just gonna get like. The whole wrap-up video here. The um, yeah, that was that was more than I expected we'd see for Starfield. I think that that was probably one of the better like looks and explanations of what's going on in that game. So that like now my expectations of what that is are um, are set. Uh, it looked great. I love the uh, I love the feel of the combat. I thought the like. HUD, the design of all that was really cool. The graphics look like they're the best that I've seen from Bethesda. Um, yeah. Love that uh, fly in the ship. Yeah. Yeah. The combat looked good. Exploring the locations looked good. Coming across creatures in the environment seemed cool. Seemed like they have a little bit of AI going on, depending on what type of creature they are. Um, the interface looked good. The guns looked awesome. Building the ships looked really cool. Having your base, having people in your ships with you and in your base seems really cool I'm sure there's going to be certain NPCs with certain stories and all of that mm-hmm. you know maybe one or two of them are companions that can actually go out with you somewhere we don't know for sure yet but if you have all those people around seems like that's going to be an easy addition um yeah the flight I, I don't know if I want I want to do a lot of flight combat like that's my my big question mark now is if you're flying around a lot in space 
are you just going to get waylaid by pirates all the time and be like, ah, crap, I got to beat these pirates up again before I can land on the next planet and go do the things I really want to do? Or is that is that going to be more fun you know yeah i don't know i wonder if it's going to be like threat based on like oh i'm like i'm, I'm just making up stuff now but like oh i'm carrying 100 pounds of spice and spice is very valuable and the pirates scan my ship and they know that i have that so like they're going to come after me right or they've to, been chasing flying. you from one planet to another planet because right. they they're you know seeking revenge for the thing you did right yeah the uh I think one of the interesting things is the character creation, particularly the backgrounds where you could like choose, Oh, I was a diplomat, but also I have a like kid like personality. Like that's like back to kind of new Vegas stuff where you're like, Hey, I'm like confirmed bachelor and I'm a little quiz boy cannibal. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that stuff a lot. It, if, and I mean, no surprise, it feels like fallout or Skyrim but in mm-hmm. space, but with extra stuff, the, the number of planets was kind of the surprise. Like the fact that you can land anywhere on a planet and go wherever, like really? Wow. <laughs> like that's for real. Um, so then the question is like, how fleshed out are those planets? Are they worth exploring lots of different places? Are there things you can find, you know, how, like procedural generation can go two ways. One, it just leaves a lot of empty repetitive crap. And you're just mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, this is, well, there's no reason to land somewhere. Or if they do it really smart, there's enough variety that it keeps you guessing. Um, It's like uh, random encounters while you're going from town to town in like Red Dead, where you're just like, you don't know what's going to happen. And you may play the game for 20 hours. I may play the game for 20 hours, but we never have the same random encounter because there's just so much variety. That kind of thing. Um, I'm curious about like uh, like we saw like they're gonna have procedurally generated landscapes but is it gonna be the same for the monsters like the space creatures yeah like what's the diversity of space creatures because if you have a if you have hundreds of planets out there and yet they all seem to for some reason have the same space bugs on them that's a little weird yeah the uh, the one thing that i think no man's guys like really like not that great about as far as procedural generation is the animal species because like they have like certain things and it's like oh this head and it could be really big or it could be really small so like you can get this huge like bodied animal (laughs) with a very tiny like stegosaurus face and so it looks comedic like you see and you're like look at this abomination like are we gonna get like th- that level because i mean that's right. a, i don't know if bethesda wants to do that because then it's like look at this stupid thing i found in the bethesda game look at how like weird this is right and you know? the the creatures we saw don't look like the pre- uh procedurally generated creatures they seem a little bit too high def for that yeah so i have to wonder if like does every planet have its own biome with certain types of creatures that exist only on that planet or is there some sort of like uh, there could be a story justification of like you know life sprouted from these seeds that went from planet to planet hundreds of thousands of years ago and evolved into very similar species everywhere you know right like maybe they come up with some justification i'm curious about now not that that's a game killer by any means right like right like okay so i'm shooting the same space bugs as long as they're fun to shoot and that's not really the reason i'm playing the game the reason i'm playing the game is to rpg the game to get to the new location learn something new meet new people discover a secret somewhere find a cool new item i think i think the the, like if you you condense it down to a thousand plants like still that's a ton of stuff 
But when you look at a game like, you know, and now I'm going to make, I'm going to make a bunch of no man's sky comparisons leading into it and probably right at the beginning. But like, that is a much grander scale game from like a, there's billions of stars in the galaxy and each star has like six planets that you can go to on each. And they're fully realized. Like there's only like you play that game enough. You're going to get to a point where you're just like seeing the same stuff over again. So I think a more um, curated procedural generation, I think is a good idea. Yeah. Um, but I'm more interested in like, what do the cities feel like? What is like, like, is the land right outside the city? Like a thing that I like, like what are set points within the game? Right. Um, right. And the cities look busy. To. They look like they had like lots of NPCs walking around. Um, the best looking cities I've seen in a Bethesda game. Like I haven't seen cities yeah. as good as that since like maybe like when oblivion came out, like when it came out, like right, the right. cities felt like, Oh, there's like people walking around doing their stuff. Like, well, like the capital city had multiple loading zones. Right. So you had to like that actually felt pretty big the first time you were there. And then you you think about it a little bit and you go, well, there's like 100 people who live in the capital city. But like, yeah, that sense of like this is a real living space. Also, if they're the kinds of cities that build up on these planets, it would make sense that the populations are smaller. So it isn't Mm going to feel as weird as like a real world city that you would expect to see like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people in. Um, So, yeah, I I could see that as well. Um, Overall. I think I'm impressed. I mean, it makes me more excited. Um, I think it looks better. Like it looks better than I thought it would. It it has more systems than I like uh, coming off, coming off of 76 and it like being the product that it is. It made me question like, does can Bethesda still be that like core RPG and like gameplay systems maker? And it's like, if Bethesda is making a space game, like Mm -hmm. what would I want them to have in it? It seems like they're going to have most of it. Like, yeah, which is, exciting one last thought with that much real estate the modding scene for this game is going to be insane because you could be like okay this planet over here on this star like third planet from the sun on star seven two five four seven is where i'm going to focus my modding and i'm going to totally redesign that planet with like settlements and like secret like people could design their entire games just on one of those planets for you to go find so or or the modding of the ships or the modding of the the enemy types like the amount of modding and i think that's part of what they're doing with this is they saw how well skyrim and also fallout have done with the modding scenes and the size of those games and the scope of those games enabling modders to build more things into them, right? Because, I mean, you still get people modding, like, here's a new dungeon, here's a new village in Skyrim because there's just parts of the map that are kind of empty. This has so much opportunity, so much real estate. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. And I think if you're looking at, like, products from, like, a lifespan service, like, you could make DLC for this game for years and years and years like it's kind of hard to go from like a fallout game like fallout 4 set boss and it's like okay well like we don't want to spend too much time on this because it's just like one game like right right i don't like with this level of of game i don't know if like a a starfield 2 would be like years and years down the line you could specify a team to go in there pull out some dlc like make something and you could give this over to another group at xbox and be like hey you make like obsidian go make a starfield dlc like that yeah would be- just keep on making more dlc for this keep on adding more planets keep on adding more storylines yeah absolutely yeah. it's it's like 100 percent expandable um yeah. Uh, yeah 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 i could totally see that um and the only reason that- you would need a starfield 2 is like when you're making making that next technology jump 
Yeah. But yeah, they're just, not going to need like, that for a while. I, and like technology jumps are slowing down in general. Mm-hmm. Like now that we're, we're like, it's, well, with heck, like 4K, like even and, games that came out like Elder Scrolls Online is what, seven years old now? Eight years? Yeah. It was in development like 12 years ago and it launched like eight years ago, something like that. I mean, the game still looks fine. Like, yeah. like it's not obviously it's not the same level of graphics as Starfield, but for an MMO that has that much stuff in it, you don't mm-hmm. really need. I mean, maybe every so often you update the graphics by like adding in higher res textures or over doing the overlay a little bit better. But like there's really it doesn't need it. That's the thing is that like we're at the point where unless you're adding a new system like ray tracing, better physics, um, something something fundamental to the what even will affect the way the game works, because ray tracing can affect the way they like things can hide in shadows and stuff. That's a thing that we were really not good at doing before that. Right. Um, physics was something that really changed the way games can work. Mm-hmm. Like unless you're adding in a system like that, you don't really at this point need need to do a new engine update a new sequel if you can just keep on adding to the game right and and that's like you know you can you can update resolutions and textures and that kind of stuff but i mean and even from like a tv perspective like i don't know if you've looked in an 8k tv that's not that much more impressive than 4k tv yeah at least from yeah. like eventually you, in order to see the difference max. yeah yeah so like okay so like uh like i have a 70 inch 4k tv that we bought like two years ago mm-hmm. and in order to tell the difference for like a, a somebody with 2020 vision to be able to tell the difference between 4k and 1080 and see the pixels, you have to be sitting within like five or six feet of the TV yeah. at 70 inches right now for an 8k TV, that would be like what a hundred and something inches large for you to be even yeah. like, like hundred and notice. maybe it's double. I don't know, but like, yeah, it's, it's the corner to corner. So maybe it's like 140 inch. You need 140 inch TV to be able to even see the pixels at six feet away. Like that's mm. ridiculous. You don't like you, your eyes, like if you set most people's couches are not within five feet of their televisions, unless you like live in a little apartment. Right. Yeah. Like, and on top of that, that's bigger than your periphery at some point. Like you can, it's like sitting too close to the movie theater screen. I think, I think though that if with the announcement of um, uh, like the, the game pass app for Samsung TVs, like they're going to start putting out the game pass app on a bunch of different TVs. Everyone is going to be playing Starfield. Like, yeah, it's going to be huge. Even more so like the most recent game that we had like that was Elden Ring. Like, and that was like a water cooler game. Like this is going to be bigger because it reaches like you could sit there with your phone and play Starfield. You can yeah. play Starfield on yeah. your phone. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The streaming stuff is going to make yeah. it so, so capable. And then like stream decks, like the steam stream deck, not the, yeah, the steam deck. Yeah. You, you deck. can play it on that. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I think that this is going to be, this is going to be the selling point for Xbox Bethesda. Like this is going to be their big, here is our juggernaut you cannot ignore this. Right. Right. And that's why they've delayed elder scrolls. And that's why they've put the team so much focus on this. It totally makes sense. Well, I think that's all my thoughts on it. Everything else seemed pretty cool. Um, I think, uh, I think we're wrapping it up guys. Thanks for being here. Chat really like all the comments. Thanks for sharing your thoughts on all this stuff. Um, we uh, Starfield Lorecast. We were hoping to be doing like weekly or biweekly episodes by now with the game coming out in the fall, but it's pushed back to next year sometime. So unless we have a lot of info to cover, 
episodes will be sporadic still for a bit, but then we'll see. We'll see how things yeah. go. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Dave, you want to share anything you're doing before we head out? Oh, uh, yeah. I uh, I have a, uh, I'm losing my mind. I have a Fallout TTRPG actual play podcast that I've been doing called Rad Rolls, um, where uh, we all want Fallout New Vegas 2. Everyone wants Fallout New Vegas 2. So I'm saying, okay, what if, <laughs> what if we like did a TTRPG where it was New Vegas 2 and we set it in New Orleans? Uh, so New it, New Orleans. New New Orleans. We called it actually Old Nolans. So old, old, old New Orleans. Old New Orleans. <laughs> nice. The uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of different fun stuff. We're wrapping up a first like huge arc uh, that we we did through Old New Orleans. Um, a lot of things that I've wanted to do with Fallout. I've, I've kind of like I've kind of wrote into the story. Um, the characters are great. Uh, and our next season uh, may be like a kaiju kind of thing because oh. that happened in like the 1950s like when all that got big that was like right in the 50s <laughs> wow. so you better right. watch out Go, come and listen it's on all the podcast services on pretty much everything you can play it on your pinky toe if you want to old knowledge it's dangerous mm-hmm. um yeah thanks for tuning in guys so you, you know where all my stuff is elder scrolls Lorecast, fallout Lorecast, all the other shows that i do lord of the rings Lorecast is doing really well uh, go check that stuff out and all the other shows at robotsradio.net. And that's it for today. Thanks for being here for the stream. I'd love if you haven't, if you weren't here for the live stream and you haven't been able to comment as we've gone over stuff, jump in the discord. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts on Starfield. Where are you looking I'm forward in there. to? I look at the stuff. <laughs> I'm watching you in the Starfield Lorecast channel. We see everything. We may not comment, <laughs> but we're always lurking. Uh, but yeah, love to see that stuff. Jack says mobile Fallout game, not shelters. Oh, we get some Redfall? Rumor has it something's off at the church. There's blood in the baptismal font, and pastors gone missing. And my genius plan was to investigate it alone. This looks like back for blood. Uh, at least so course. far. Don't stress, Layla. Kinda looks like death. Like the guns look like death. Ah shit! This is right up my alley. Murder. Yeah, I just love blood. Spooky, bloody murder. (laughs) What was that? Sinister laughing. Why do bad guys always laugh? They just enjoy their work so much. I've seen the movement in the dark. Look at the floating guy. Oh Lord! I'll fight out your heart. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh shit! There's more. Cool. Gotcha. Goodbye. Jacob. Oh, thank God. Come on. Let's find the others and beat feet. You know, Redfall used to look like it was straight out of a postcard. 
a picturesque island off the coast of Massachusetts, the bustling historic downtown, the seafront district, and the old lighthouse. What? Wait, what was with the sun? Something happened. People started vanishing, and those who didn't sold out big time. It looks like it's open world, Fast which is forward, pretty exciting. Basically, everyone's either a vampire, a cultist trying to become a vampire, or dead. And these aren't just trashy movie vampires. These monsters blocked out the sun and okay. pushed back all the water. Totally cut us off from the outside world. Gotta admit, though, if I have to be stuck on an island full of vampires, I'm glad it's with y'all. Feelings mutual, I guess. Aw, thanks, Jacob. We've also got Remy, our engineer genius. Was there a bullet drop on that long shot with the sniper? I think so. Who's a good robot? I like that they're keeping with powers, it seems. And our resident expert on all things creepy. I prefer the term cryptozoologist, but to each their own. Last but not least, yours truly. I have these weird powers. We've been digging for answers, but haven't found much beyond blood and death. Luckily, the vampires and their sycophants aren't discreet about where they like to nest. But really good at graphic design. The answers we need are inside those tourist traps turned fortresses. Spotted some bloodsuckers in their fan club near the festival grounds. Let's start there. Where are you watching this Xbox stream? Ghosting out. On the Xbox YouTube. Okay. Let's just get this done. On my mark. Yeah, the gunplay looks really solid. Oh shit, blood bag! Blood bag? It looks good. They know we're here. Look alive! This one is mine. Going up! So what I want to understand is, like, the format of the... Like, are you? Is it an open world? Is this like dying light? Like a, is this like dying light style? Is this like Left 4 Dead style? Hunter's intuition tells me so it looks like you're running around together. Are you just trying what? to get through Dad, maps? That's not a thing. Found some. Oh, now I simply. Must I mean, I, go I love that. the Left 4 Dead style. Yeah. Where does it go? It does. It seems like it's a little on rails. Some kind of collective like, consciousness. Get from here to there. The one thing I do know is that one of the There's playable the movie characters theater. is a cryptozoologist, which I'm the pretty jazzed about. Why'd they have to mess this up for me? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. It'll collapse any second. Run! Did you see the wind in the trees? That was cool. Yeah. All the little grannies want to sip dick. So that skill tree seems bigger than just like Left 4 Dead. Style. It's like a horde shooter with a couple buddies. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. Like, is it more open world or is it more like levels that you make it through, right? Silk Song. Did you ever play uh, Hollow Knight? Yeah, man. I never finished it. That's a really, good. really solid game. Very good Metroidvania. 
I wonder if this is gonna be on Games Pass. So def it's definitely going. That's pretty exciting. I would Hell think so. Yeah. yeah, I love the art style of these. It's like kind of cute and kind of horror at the same time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no date on the uh, Redfall announcement. It's probably like next year sometime. But there'll probably be another Xbox showcase like this, and then they'll launch the. Uh, launch the yep. Well, this is the. Um... Cool. Now I just want to go back and finish the other one. I don't this remember where it was game, in or the not, world. Yeah, the guy. Console launch exclusive. Squanch games? Selling humans is drugs. You're the only one that can stop them. Realize we're gonna have to take out the entire alien drug cartel. That's basically Morty's voice. You're just gonna leave me here in, in what, space? Everybody lives in space, including you. All right, you're a bounty hunter now. You gotta help me rescue my friends. They're it's Gatlin. basically like Morty. This looks good. The guns are like talking to hey, you. Why are you squeezing me so tight? It's like clippy, but everything. Maybe Look at us! Blasting away! It's like, have you ever wanted to be oh, yeah. badass Rick shooting children. your way through that. an alien world? Don't worry, it's easy to make more. This is cool. So, I wonder how adult this is. Oh, I'm sure it's adult. Yes, more, more, I need more stabbing! <laughs> Everyone, fight each other! They're like super sad Care Bears. <laughs> High on life. Looks good. I'm down for that. Yeah, the production quality seems really solid too. October this year. What? What? It's exciting. That's cool. Welcome to the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase. Today, we're doing something we've never done before. For the first time ever, our entire show is focused on games you can play over the next 12 months. You're gonna see more gameplay than we've ever had in a show. Industry-defining racing experiences, gripping narratives, compelling strategy titles, and my favorite, the most anticipated open-world RPG of the last 20 years, all playable in the year ahead. And the best part is, with the Xbox, you'll be able to play those games in more ways than ever before. You can play on your console, PC, or on the go with Xbox Cloud Gaming. You can play with who you want, where you want, and when you want. Today, we're gonna show you more than 30 titles that are coming to Game Pass, and that is on top of the hundreds of titles coming to members over the next year. 
our next announcement shows that the benefits of Game Pass go well beyond the console. We are thrilled to be working with an iconic team that has built some of the most played, most watched franchises in the entire world. That's a cool dress. And now, all Game Pass members will be able to unlock the benefits of these dress. incredible games on PC and mobile. For over a decade, players have created a thriving culture of competition and creativity around our games. From clutch plays with friends, to unforgettable moments in esports, to amazing creations that have blown our minds, our community has continually taken Riot Games to new heights. Today, we're proud to invite the Xbox community into that world. We're bringing our biggest PC and mobile games to Game Pass. Subscribers will unlock every champion on League and Wild Rift, all Valorant agents, select cards in Legends of Runeterra, and little legends in Teamfight Tactics. And that's just the start. Thank you for what? coming on this journey with us. And welcome to Riot Games. Unlock everything? That's cool. I've played Wild Rift a bunch. It's like League, but less complicated. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried it. I used to play Heroes of the Storm a lot. Mm. Same kind of thing. Oh, right, surfing bombs. Bomb surfing. I'm just down to like play this music for me. I'm just down for it, you know? Maybe I just want a dance party. Maybe that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, I think that's what you want. That's what you want. I want to play Valorant, but I haven't had, like, the... I don't like mouse and keyboard for shooters. I like a controller. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that. You know, I I watched like the second, the first two episodes or so. I haven't yeah. watched the rest of it, but yeah, the animations. Amazing. It takes a while to hook you, like the plot mm -hmm. hooks. It takes a few episodes. I think three or four episodes, and then it like really gets you. Yeah, it's kind of a. It seems like a slow build. <laughs> Such a boomer because everything looks like Fortnite. I'm sorry, Amicia. It's the stylized Hugo. style. He's not dead yet. Although this doesn't look like Fortnite. No, this is, uh, what is it, Plague Tale? The, the Sobo? They do Microsoft Flight Sim and Plague Tale. <laughs> Two ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah, the graphics on this look amazing. It's not just blood. It concerns everybody. 
and it can change everything. Like the detail of this is this Unreal 5? Unreal Engine 5? Yeah, all the rats and stuff. Remember. Yeah, this is no Ratatouille 2, the rats no strike back. Yeah. <laughs> Ratatouille 2, you're now in the soup. Yeah, we're done making your soup. <laughs> Look you're out. in the soup. There's a killer around here. One of our men has been murdered. That's cool. I tried to play the first one and I, it didn't. I don't know. I normally like sneaking games, like I like Hitman and Metal Gear, whatever. But yeah, I, I didn't even realize it was like a a stealth game. I mean, I always right, saw the name of the game, was. but never even checked it out. At least you don't. I'm tired of being afraid. I'll show them that it's over. Finally. <laughs> See, they're nothing, nothing to be scared of. Oh, just pushed him into the rats. Which one, not them? What is wrong with me? You go. It's like a medieval Last of Us. Right, it's got that like Last of Us vibe, but not. Mm -hmm. I never cared for the monsters in The Last of Us. I, and you know, everybody loves The Last of Us games. I always felt like the gameplay in those was just bad. Like, I feel the same way. I just, I like lots of <laughs> frustrating deaths. And I was like, I was like, I totally hit the button. Why is it? Why am I dying? Yeah. Well, it looks like we're getting the Forza Motorsport Sim Racer. Yeah. Yeah. Forza 5 is doing really, really well. If I can do sim races, I can only like I only have like the mental capabilities for arcade style, you know. Yeah. Like Forza Five is pretty good, but that's just like I pick up. I'm in a wacky car. It's arcade. Wacky things. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time where I was into sim racers more, with like the Gran Turismo series in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, but it takes a lot of investment. Cool. Video game assumption says, uh, Horizon Forbidden Rats. That's <laughs> good. Cool. Day one with Game Pass. So they're ending this with Starfield, right? Forza Motorsport is back. I'm Dan Greenwald, GM of Motorsport. And I'm joined by Chris Asaki, creative director at Turn 10. I mean, they've already announced Elder Scrolls Forza Grim. is known for its yeah. know state-of-the-art immersion. Built from the ground up to showcase the Xbox Series X and S consoles. Four years ago. Including techniques like real-time ray tracing on track. This is the most technically advanced racing game ever made. Today, we're excited to show you the all-new Forza Motorsport. Welcome to Maple Valley. This track has been a fan favorite since the original Motorsport launched back in 2005. For the first time in Forza Motorsport, fully dynamic time of day brings Maple Valley to life in stunning detail. Wait, how long what is a race gonna last? Is an in-engine gameplay demo presented using a single camera with no cuts. Let's jump in with the M8. 
see Forza 5 and like driving around until they released it. Uh-huh. Like that's one of those games you gotta like get it and feel, you know, for yourself. We've completely overhauled the driving experience. This includes a 48 times improvement in the fidelity of our physics simulation. 48 times. Let's advance time of day here and look at the world details. Everything you see is new and has been captured with photogrammetry and 3D material scans. Advanced rendering and procedural generation techniques bring a new level of realism to the track. And people just love saying procedural generation. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those buzzwords. Here you can see the beautiful fall colors of Maple Valley. The grass, rocks, 3D vegetation, This is the clouds. most not car <laughs> talk in a car a game demo ever. Beauty and detail. <laughs> Look at the grass. We mowed it yesterday. God damn, we used that low speed on the mower. It's so good. You are looking at yeah. all new dynamic time of day. While you're blowing past these this things at 90 miles an hour, system you'll have time to appreciate the grass. And like weather is available on every track. These new simulation details add further depth, drama, and dynamics to the racing experience. Yeah. Well, this is this is different than Forza 5. This is like yeah. dynamic time of day. Forward plus lighting and physically based lights come together to deepen the realism this is the and immersion in the more realistic one where you can actually tune the cars the in realistic ways also and change ambient temperatures. You have to drive them like you would actually cars. drive those cars. Grip you can't just like gun it around corners. Changes, yeah, this is the kind of game you want like an actual course, wheel for, what? like the pedals and everything, I think. Let's head yeah. We've added features. I, I really want to do a uh, flight for. simulator, but have like the tire whole setup. Mint. I think that would be so Multiple cool. Multiple tire compounds yeah. and new depth in car building create the ultimate racing playset. Advanced materials and shaders, paired with ray tracing, bring out incredible detail in the gold heat wrap, anodized aluminum, and carbon fiber. I do think that racing games are built Engine for ray tracing. I think that those like really shines. Oh, and he said really shines. <laughs> Car damage is a racing reality. In Forza Motorsport, car damage. Oh, we actually get model damage in this one. Down to the That's cool. individual scratches on the bodywork. You can see here some of the new details in the directionality of damage, how the paint peels away at exposed and raised edges, in the wheel abrasions, and even in the dirt buildup. I think that's cool from like a simulation perspective. Yeah, I've always appreciated that kind of stuff. Using the power of the Xbox Series X and S consoles, ray tracing makes everything feel more connected. Cars reflecting onto other cars. Cars reflect in their own mirrors bodywork, brake rotors, and wings. Things just feel more And if you're David Hasselhoff, they reflect the personality of the driver. (laughs) We believe that the accuracy of our overhaul physics, the beauty of our cars and tracks, our new dynamic time of day, advanced car damage, there's also a fishing real-time ray tracing on track. Lead to a when you go at 100 miles per hour, you want to make sure you're flying. This is the all-new Forza Motorsport. 
I mean, it's it's as much a tech demo as is, is a right like a an ad for the game. <laughs> it's like we can do this with games now. Okay, now put that in Skyrim, please. <laughs> mm. Xbox Game Studios presents Microsoft's longest running longest franchise. Running fr- is that Halo? No, it's before Halo. Oh, this is Flight Sim. Flight Sim. Yeah. Um, Sandsturbot Sandsturbot says, is the Series S even worth the investment? So I have a Series S. That's what I play mainly on. And for like 300 bucks, I really like it. I play a lot of old stuff. Like I play a ton of New Vegas on the... This is my New Vegas machine. This puppy can run New Vegas faster than anything else. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... If you're not going to be running everything at 4K, or or you sit far enough away from your TV that you can't tell the difference, yeah, it does. It's fine. It's like that's what I have. Yeah, there's a TV that's just 1080p. Everything is nice at 60 FPS. Frankly, that's my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you have the nicer Xbox, you might run things at 1080 and just to get the 60 FPS anyway. So. Yep. I really want these flight controls, and I want like a full setup. Like I want to like plug in and be like wide monitors. But eventually, you get that setup, and then it's like, should I just bought the plane? You know, the actual. <laughs> by the ten, by then you could be paying off an actual helicopter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's again, flight sim is one of those things that I feel like. If you really get into it, you want to really model the flying of stuff. There's just so much education on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Like a, a good buddy of mine really got into doing flight sims and trying to talk me into doing that stuff with him. And I'm like, it's just such a time commitment. Oh, that's funny. Oh, is it a Halo ship? It's a, yeah, one of the, uh, what do they call them? That's cool. Now that makes Flight Sim even more interesting, is if you're piloting actual ships from other games. What if they made a Halo ring and then like simulate the gravity? <laughs> a gym sim game? Yeah, that's a that's on the Switch. That's the one with the little the little like circle band thing that you move back and forth and you You know what I'm talking about? We Fit? Oh yeah. No, yeah, not yeah, We Fit. Fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it's like I the Switch one. Is it still called Wii Fit? It's called, no, Wii no, Fit was Wii it's Fit. It's the rings, Ring Fit. Ring Fit. That's it. Yeah, same thing. There you go. That's your gym sim. Oh, we're getting Blizzard stuff in here. Okay. I'm kind of surprised. Overwatch 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I played a lot of 1. Like, there was like a good year where that's like what I did. Yeah, some of the other game modes in that were also a lot of fun. Uh, my son loves Overwatch. He just keeps asking about Overwatch 2 and I'm like I think it's in development hell (laughs) even the best journeys end but a new one it's like at the end of Sonic 1 where they tease Sonic 2 my nephew kept on going to my my sister being like hey when's that Sonic 2 coming out it's like (laughs) several years it was like every month came back let's take him to the wasteland one punch is all I need I really like the art style of the game nice in general, team. even the first one. Free to play, is that new info? Is it free to play? It just said free to play on the screen. 
Yeah. Overwatch 1 was not free to play. What that means is that they're going to be depending on more on microtransactions. Get in there. It takes a team to tango. Have you played the um, Diablo Immortal yet? Yeah, I enjoy the uh, gameplay part of it. Um, I mean, it seems like a microtransaction hell once you actually... Once you actually get through it. Get about four or five hours in. Yeah. But... I'm still in early. I'm so I'm like, oh, this is cool. But I've heard it gets pretty, Surprise! pretty weird, pretty grindy. What? Newest hero. The wastelander. The wastelander. Crossover. No wastelander has ever made it to the reckoning before. Shotgun and axe seems like but a good combo. Mm-hmm. A free for all with zero rules. Geiger, Miri, are these also new characters? And I think survivor. so. Yeah. Gets the throne. Junker King. Welcome back, Junker Jack. King Howell has never lost. Not in 13 years of rule. On the battlefield. This dude has grills. I'll tell you, no, he's serious. Today. <laughs> the reckoning begins. Yeah, who, I've always said whoever does these cinematics for Blizzard and for like Zenimax, they just need to put that team on a movie. Yeah. Was it the um, Star Wars uh, Old Republic Online? Their cinematics are like fantastic. The yeah. game, although, that was a little different. <laughs> Right. I just want movies from this stuff. The the event goes for an hour and a half. We're only thirty minutes in. World premiere. This has been good so far. They've had some interesting stuff. Yeah. I really like that uh high on life. The next thing. fallout looks dope. It looks a lot like Overwatch. History is filled with moments of greatness. Oh, it's the expanse. I'm some just kidding. Well known, <laughs> some Lost to time. Yeah, that's Ava Sarala. Yeah. What about the history that could have been? Yeah, she has such you a distinct voice. She does. How would you reshape the world? Yeah, this is the new expansion what to that Civ-like game. Humankind. Humankind. Right. Yeah, that's it. And when your people speak, would you listen? What if you just had a blimp? You know, <laughs> if you just had a blimp, and this new, and you played chess on it, that's our new game. Yeah. Like you're an in boss at that point. Like you're, you're a quest giver. If you're playing chess on a blimp, yeah, this one it's single shot, is filled moving all the way through all these scenes, really the cool. Will be yours. Mm. Wait, that's this is not that. That's new. This is different. Okay, Aura History Untold. Cool. Looks good. That's cool. I like strategy games. I like using my brain. Yeah, but what exactly is it? Like, we got a cool. It's good to be thing. here. Hey, celebrating what's Ooh, going to be the biggest year yet. That includes a few of the projects being developed across Bethesda's eight studios, starting with Redfall and the world's first look at gameplay earlier in the show. Redfall is from the studio that brought us Dishonored and Prey. It's got so much of Arcane's DNA coursing through its veins. Compelling heroes, open world campaign, 
deep customization. Solo or with friends, we can't wait for you to play Redfall when it releases open early world next campaign. year. Early next year. If you're year. looking for something okay, to sink open your world. teeth into right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We've got the Elder Scrolls Online, where you can adventure alongside one of the biggest and most welcoming communities in gaming. I've been enjoying this year's Impact Online Studios is taking you somewhere. And the new card game has never been explored. It's actually really good. It's really good. I've been spending a lot of time playing cards. Isle comes to Xbox next week. I've got a ton of quests that I want to do on the back end for my character, like for like story stuff, and I don't know if I'll get to the actual story. Probably just do that card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toasty, this was—I mean, we we were doing this mostly for Starfield, but the embers of dissent glow beneath the pomp and circumstance, and whispers of a sinister plot stoke the flames of war. And I've also enjoyed the setting. The island, at first when, when they showed this, the I was like, of the, conflagration. the island looks a lot like some of the other zones. But when you actually run around it, like, it legitimately feels different. Like, the way that, the, like, yeah, there's grass and rocks and stuff. That looks kind of similar to, like, like motorsport, grass and rocks. ten other zones. But the way that the island, like, works, <laughs> I guess, feels like an island. Mm. You know, the, um, the geography moves up steeply from from the water and you know, kind of like one Fallout of those rocky islands turns actually 25 this works. year. That's cool. As we celebrate the legacy right, of the storied franchise, Bethesda Game Studios takes Fallout 76 players out of Appalachia for the first time and returns Appalachia. to a beloved location. Peace. Expeditions the Pit is coming this September. Alright, Fallout 76. Pit stuff. I'm a little disappointed that it's not like a zone. Yeah, a lot of people are. Your arrival's the first good news we've had in a while. It might not look like much. This place is our home. And together, we can take it back. From these rad-worshipping fanatics. Yeah, I'm hoping it's still fun, but a lot of people are like, it feels a lot like just another quick little gameplay component. I'm curious about the accuracies. I go to Pittsburgh a lot, so, you know, again, I'm going to incorporate everything Fallout into, like, I'm just going to live in America. (laughs) I think it's cool to get new enemies. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. 
Also, the announcement of like two other studios that are now working on Fallout 76. Like, I'm hoping that we get, we start to see probably in the next three six months the results of that. So we get mm-hmm. like a lot more new items, a lot more like just more content faster. Yeah. Because I think Bethesda really doesn't want to do. Bethesda Game Studios has been busy. Like Game Studios doesn't want to exactly like fully manage that. After defining the role-playing genre with hits like Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout 3, and Fallout 4, they're going even bigger with Starfield. Later in the show, my good friend Todd Howard will be here to reveal more of their next epic RPG. Gotta wait on Todd. They've abandoned the post-apocalyptic aesthetic? I don't... I don't fully understand what that means. I, I mean, I think there are parts of it that still look very post-apocalyptic. Especially the pit stuff. I think when we talk about... Uh, Tosi says we don't talk about New Vegas. I think, if, if anything, that's going to be in the Obsidian portion. And they're going to show some stuff. If this is Hot Wheels, that's exciting. This is Hot Wheels. Punk rock over the rainbow. Yeah, that's good. This looks better than the Hot Wheels game. <laughs> they put out like I think this year. <laughs> or maybe last year. It doesn't feel as bleak. Well, that's because yeah, seventy six is a different zone. But that's part of why it's kind of fun to go back to the pit, right? Is that the pit looks way more bleak than Appalachia does. And what's what's funny is if Appalachia was just as bleak as like Fallout 3, then people would have been like, why did you guys do this again? Why didn't you give us something different? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, a big, like, it's a big empty world. Yeah. yeah what they, are you guys doing? Yeah. They, one way or another, people are going to complain about something. My dad tells stories of a terrible war that happened across the sky. Heroes fought and died to give us a chance to start over. All it's like a dodo. Earth are the creatures they send along with us. Oh, this is um, Ark too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every day is a fight to survive. Oh, freaking Vin Diesel. Why is Vin Diesel in this game? You know what's great? Dinosaurs in my family. (laughs) But if anyone can tame this new world, we can. There he is. Yeah. Hey, hello from Portugal. Welcome. Yeah, there's Vin... Ben, we know you're not in that physically good shape anymore. Deep We've seen the pictures. What up? <laughs> oh man, should be ready for E for everyone because you know family game. I like the idea of Ark. I don't. Again, I don't like the idea of the time investment that it yeah. takes. Fast and Furious, three thousand BC. That's a very yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 300,000 beasts or whatever. <laughs> I guess dinosaurs were way older than that. 3 million BC. There oh, we go. Oh, they shot this a while back. This looks cool. Oh, this is the Geiger inspired yeah. stuff. The Yeah, this looks super weird. 
beautiful and gross. Yeah. Everything's organic looking. This looks like the uh, Doom 3 DLC. Jeez. Yeah. See, this is where they need to go with Quake. <laughs> this stuff. We said, is that a dodo at the same time? <laughs> Scorn. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Alex, I mean, looks really very stylized in a very yeah. unique way. I mean, it's I'm basically curious. you're in the world of aliens. I'm intrigued. <laughs> looks like your basement. When the gods first emerged from the great. There you go, Meiji Moose. That's not a Fortnite looking game. Instead, they unleashed a pestilence on our world. A no pestilence. one yet knows if you can kill a god. I, for one, intend to find out. Is this Godfall 2? Mm, not Godfall. No. Godfall. No, probably not. Oh, it's like the the way the camera is over the shoulder like that? And the axe? It looks I mean, like the. Uh, it's very like God of War. That, uh, uh, Amazon MMO. Yeah, it's a little bit like God of War meets New World. What was. Wait, what was that guy? This is cool. I like that this lady has, like, Carbuncle from Final Fantasy, too. <laughs> we gotta fight the worst enemy in the world, ostriches. Yeah, God of War is probably good. I'm seeing it now. Yeah. It has, it's partly to do with how detailed the characters are. Like, that's one of the. Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn. That looks that cool. Looks good. Yeah, it's one of the things that makes that game like the characters feel big, but it's because they're detailed very closely, right? Mm -hmm. When you get these games where the characters don't have as high detail in the textures and the number of polygons, it makes them look like they're smaller, like little action figures rather than actual like people. Yeah, and that's I, true. That game has that feeling of like, no, this character is very highly detailed. So even when she gets close to the camera, it's like. This is a good way to put it. If there's like, I don't know, weight to the character, because it looks like it could be a real thing rather than like an action figure. What's Mojang up to? Mojang? Mahjong? I'm just going to call Mojang Mahjong. Mahjong. From the creator, so this is not Minecraft. <laughs> Legends hold great power. Is this the scrolls thing? Wait, this is Minecraft. They are the dreams we weave into our shared story. Wait, is that a baby villager? Some legends tell of peace and the beauty of simplicity. Uh, it's called Minecraft Legends, and it's a uh, Skyrim-like. <laughs> Some tell of danger. Why do all the villagers have big noses? Is this Minecraft Dungeons? This is a Minecraft Dungeons thing, isn't it? No. I couldn't get into it. I wanted to be into that. Because that's like right up my alley. Yeah, I played through a little bit. 
But the legends we hold dearest are legends of hope, of creativity, and of bravery. I think a Minecraft RPG would be cool. And you and could up the graphics, like how it's shown in the trailer. Which is yeah. like yeah. when they show, oh, Minecraft, but at Unreal 5, you know. Yeah. This is the legend of a united overworld. A united overworld. United by like the you. Burning Legion comes to Minecraft. Now this just looks. Wait, these graphics this are is, different than Minecraft. This is like V Rising, but Minecraft. Yeah, what? Legend Minecraft Legends. Yeah. A new action strategy, strategy game. Game. Twenty twenty. Looks interesting. Okay. All right. I guess we'll see. See how that plays out. Yeah, there's definitely the RTX graphics for Minecraft. That does help it a lot. I remember when you first arrived. You made quite the entrance. This is like a building survival game on a planet. Titanfall, uh, <laughs> a robot. Yeah. Titanfallcraft. I would be curious what makes this different from every other game that does exactly this. You know. Titanfall Astroneer. Nice. Tit Titanier. Astrofall. No man's Titanier. <laughs> Big farming robot. <laughs> it's like Farm Simulator on an alien planet. You uncovered a mystery. I'm sure we can get to the bottom of this. Together. No man's Titan. Lightyear Frontier. That rhymes. It's got a rhyming name. It must be good. I don't know if that one's for me. I don't know. Do we fight kaijus? That's my main question. <laughs> I mean, do you have not. a big robot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Minecraft is still huge. Like, it's not dying. Cat Wizard, Roguelite Action, whatever those things are, they're cool. It did like that little lizard that shot the little lasers at the sky. Yeah, big old, big old bird dude, lizard guy. Wait, is this like furry Overwatch? I think they really wanted to play Hate to Say I Told You So by uh, yeah. the Hives. The yeah, the guitar like, tone is that money. spot on. I had like It just kind of occurred to me at the same time. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. We can't get that money. 
Did we get a name? I missed it. Did we get a name for that? I think it was like guns of uh, uh, something. We got it at the beginning, I think. Okay. Okay, old car. Anyone here? And he just keeps walking in. He's like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like a side-scrolly mm, spooky game. Try a Metroidvania haunted house. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Alright. Kind of looks like Monkey Island. Like, it kind of has that vibe. Yeah. Chat saying Gunfire Reborn was that, uh, the animals shooting the things. Oh, okay. Gunfire Reborn. Giant anglerfish, cool. Pull yourself together, Benedict. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, if it's one of those games that's just on Game Pass, uh, so we'll yeah. just play it. Yeah, see if it's good. There's been a lot of stuff that like we didn't know about yet so far, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Bonjour, everyone. I am excited Bonjour. to be here today to tell you more about Interior Nights' first original creation as Dust Falls. It started with the desire to create a deep interactive experience all levels of players can enjoy together. Because stories are brilliant, universal tools that help us understand the heartbreaking beauty of life. Uh, we hope so, Kevin. Yeah, this I do. game I'm a is an uncompromising tale of family, resilience, and sacrifice, written like a prestige TV show with a unique motion graphic novel style that triggers the imagination. This is an interactive story mm. powered by video games that gives you agency over the lives of far from perfect human beings. This is a thought-provoking experience you can play with people you love, discover insights about each other, and create shared memories. This is uh, she's no. like play this and with your spouse. <laughs> You'll learn how terrible each other are. That's a trap. That's a trap. Do not do that. Au revoir. Ma tête est dans le poisson avec le fromage. For most people, Turak is just a pit stop. Wasn't taking the scenic route your idea? Uh, I kind of want to play that game, the quarry that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It might already be out. It's, it's out. Like a, yeah, it's out. People have been enjoying it. I feel yeah. like a trap. There's enough cash in that's, that safe. The Until Dawn was one of the few, like, I guess, like, actual, like narrative-based now. adventures that I really yeah, liked. Because it was just, like, campy. Just, like, wrong time. silly. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty silly. Place forever. Sometimes doing the right thing is doing the wrong thing. Yeah, that's about all I can remember from four years of French. Mm. None of us escaped that night. It's okay. Even those of us who I can do Spanish. 
But my favorite time to like use Spanish knowledge is if I go to like Disney World or like anywhere like that. The little kids talking to their parents, I can pick up on. So the little kids speak slower. But they all lead back to Two Rock. Yeah, the art style is very unique the for a game. Hey there. Evening. Hey, Sam. Say, uh, you haven't seen three fellas in a blue pickup, have you? Nope. Been here all day. How you liking the desert dream? Oh, uh, can't complain. Can I, uh, ask I don't know if this art style is for me. Yeah, but this totally, this totally fits a certain, like, demographic that's yeah. into this kind of... Stylized realism. Like it's a, it's a niche kind of thing, but there's definitely an audience for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the story and the characters. That's what those games are. Console launch exclusive. Your blade thirsts for battle. 10 million players. Action Battle Royale. Naraka. This seems to get good reviews. People seem to like this game. Mm, familiar. Yeah, it's on Steam. I guess I it's coming like to console. I would like a more like, melee-focused Battle Royale. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think that's what this is. No. I mean, it feels very Japanese, right? Like, lots yeah. of showy movement, lots of stylized characters. Lots of, like, religious iconography, too. Like, from, like, Asia. Mm -hmm. Buddhism, Shintoism, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing. If this lady has a blindfold on, how is she doing all this? She must have like some like real superpowers, you know? Yeah, that's it. It's a um, it, maybe it's just a flex. Maybe she's just that good. Could be. Maybe <laughs> she took the blindfold off. She'd be the best character. But they're like, nah. They got too strong. Yeah, no, we gotta <laughs> handicap you somehow. World premiere. Yeah, battle royales. I mean, I don't really mind one way or another. As oh, as, this as is long the, as the gameplay is good. Good morning, Ursula. This is that unreleased uh, Obsidian game that got leaked. I hope this is wacky. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, anytime you do this like medieval art style thing in a game. going on in here I'm sorry father there's nothing to be done he's dead <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> narrative adventure most unexpected from obsidian 
I mean, it's not super wacky. It seems like it's got, like... Some serious... Undertones. If it's Obsidian, it'll be very, like... You play it once, and then it'll you play it again, make a few different choices, and it's a different game. Yeah. If anything. Looks good. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, everybody has... Are you ready for a new wild and wacky fruit flavor? Different tastes in games, right? Like... Also, if you were into everything, it would be hard because you couldn't afford it or have the time to do it. Play it. I really like this game. I think this is really good. It's grounded? Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite survival games I've played just because it's so different. Like, yeah, I played about an hour, got through like the intro stuff. Knows you might be a little homesick. Seems like it keeps going, you know? Mm-hmm. First, Ooh, you will need to survive the yard against terrifying insects and treacherous wastelands. You know, in a world where so many games are not unique, unfortunately, you're know, like, how many space zombie game announcements did we get? Like back on Friday. Like <laughs> every single one, they're, right. they're all being made. Why you right. are here? You know, to be like, like okay, in, like the late two thousands, it was like we're making a gritty shooter. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, to do this and have have a game that keeps going where you're like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, but it's it's really well done. Like the style is cool. I think it's really fun. Like I've played maybe like twenty hours of it. I always mean to get back to it. I feel like it's the thing that you definitely need other people to play with, though. Mm -hmm. Like, if you did it on your own, it's not nearly the same game. I mean, that's it's true for I a lot of games. Mainly but... on my own. I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> Maybe you're just a weirdo. Like, to me, like, this and, like, Fallout 76 are, like, real, like, Game Pass sellers. Like, this is a game that's just going to be, like, played. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's actually the full release now. I know it's full been, release. like, early release for a while. I think that and Subnautica are probably my favorite, like, survival-esque Sims. Because mm -hmm. they're just so different. Yeah. Yeah, see, I... I can appreciate those games even though I'm not like super into them. Helios. I think it's they search for someone who does not exist. The shadow. The forgotten child of a scattered race. So you were saying you want another dishonored. This looks like dishonored in the future. Until with now. robots. This looks like origami. Kind now of. they have awakened. The style of the robots? Just like the character style. Now they yeah. have Shadow awakened me. I think they had Aragami too a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I but so. I am not their hope. I am their reckoning. Yeah, the gameplay is very dishonored. Yeah. Use just different like powers, sneak around. Where yeah. you're like in the shadows, you pop up. <laughs> they will not yeah. drag me into their Araban Shadow Legacy. Because their light is a lie. 
Why not just call it Shadow Legacy? I don't know. You gotta have a subtitle, you know? I guess. But Araban doesn't mean anything to anyone, right? Uh. Shadow Legacy sounds cool. At least we know what those words are. <laughs> I speak now to those who heed a darker call. Delicious insides. Oh, and he it popped. We got Diablo. Those bold enough Diablo. the line of sin now this is knowledge. this is what I'm excited for oh, now is this the one that just came out or is this four no. this four born of blood and bone to unlock the forbidden secrets and foulest black rituals who do you like to play in Diablo life um, Diablo 3, my main was a mage. I did Monk, and then when they put out Necromancer, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Necromancer all the way. I've always enjoyed Necromancers in games, too. Um, but yeah, I always went back to the mage. Just blowing things up with giant laser beams and stuff was pretty cool. must take it into the world. This looks good. Like the graphics. Yeah, but is this all pre-rendered or is this in-game? I don't think so. If it was pre-rendered, it would be like even better. Those sacrifice yeah. Blizzard cinematics. Profane knowledge. I mean, some of the shots are probably like you wouldn't design the sky if you, you never if you have an isometric game that never sees the sky. I just want to believe Tom. <laughs> Dead have no mercy, it seems. Diablo 4. I don't mind the whole microtransaction thing in games as long as it doesn't keep me from enjoying the game. I do like the Diablo 2 selection screen that they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. New class. Necromancer. Alright, when is it? They said all these things I'm are coming out in the next year. I'm to announce our fifth and final class. The Necromancer. Mm. A commander of the undead who joins the other iconic classes around the campfire in Diablo 4. I mean, they're all these include the predictable mighty barbarian, class. They're all the standard The ones, elemental right? sorceress. The crafty rogue. And the powerful druid. Oh, uh, the druid is a little because different Because the than demon Lilith, yeah. the daughter yeah. of hatred has returned and spreading corruption and evil as she fights to reclaim our dark gothic world as her own. And it's up to you to stop her. Now, Diablo 4 is the culmination of the 25-year history of the franchise, building on top of the best of what's come before with some, you know, unique twists all its own. So let's dig a little deeper by watching, for the first time, I might add, some Xbox Series X gameplay, while hearing from a few of the many people behind the game. I really prefer these games on console. When they put three on console, I was like, yeah, controller feels so good. Diablo 4 is the next generation of action RPG, melding monster slaying and loot collecting with a fully realized open world. It's not for the faint of heart. 
It's gory and unnerving. Stop for the faint of heart. It's creepy. <laughs> Murdered bodies everywhere. Diablo 4 is all about player choice. It takes all of the pillars of a Diablo game and just what? expands them. That was a blood river. People really love and appreciate in modern games. Whoever you see yourself being, you can create in Diablo 4. As long as they're one That's of these five classes. It's include robust yes. character customization because then I can play the fantasy that I want to play. It allows you to switch around your playstyle as well. Everything That's feels cool. very powerful and fun. That's cool. Being able to jump from a high ledge down to a lower One of the really cool things about having yeah. an open world is your journey that you take throughout Diablo 4 is your own. Mounts. There's no linear path that you have to follow. We've got almost 150 dungeons in the game. There's all kinds of surprises as you're exploring. And this uh, is what Bart, I it's because they're after Warcraft 3. That you need yeah, to yeah, that's true. Uh, Bart, it's because the, it's written by the marketing teams. As a hostile that's area. Why. But after you've cleared it out... The evil in this place has been cleansed. It now becomes a friendly town. Sometimes it's a new town. Sometimes it's a new dungeon. That's cool. There's a whole bunch of rewards that you get. And you have a real impact on the world as a result. No, you can't leave us here. They might come back any moment. Local events are really cool little story segments that happen within the open world. You'll just be running through the world and then a local event will pop up and you can choose to participate in it. Or get a group together. So it's like an MMO. on these like giant sort of. world bosses. That's cool. That guy looks awesome. These are events that take a lot of people and you really have to work together. That looks great. Yeah, I Being like able this. To see all the players on your screen collaborating, trying to take this big. It's like down. way zoomed it's, out it's for a epic. Diablo game. It's so easy to create a community. It makes Diablo more. Of so, do these a exist on like social experience specific servers? Wonder. Like, got fully you can crossplay. Change if the you world. Have an Xbox and your buddy has a PC. You're going to be able to group up. Where you can play couch co-op. Two people on a couch can sit there and have a great experience. We've created specific zones where players can engage in PvP. If you go there, you can start swinging away at people. I don't but know if you're PvP also works opening in yourself Diablo. up to being swung at. It's one of those things that goes back to what Diablo 2 if had it. Like really, no. really good. Right. The game actually. Some people were really you into like it. Champion on the map. Blood you The last story mission is really the beginning of a whole different part of the journey. Now you're set up for the end game, and that end game is rich with things. So we to haven't do. even got any like right, real surprises of like, powerful. and this is out Whether now, new or this is out in a month. Or Surprise. New Paragon boards. Every single time you come back to play Diablo 4, there's going to be new stuff for you to I'm curious if they'll take experience. this in like a Destiny 2 track. Something so like they release the game years and like a year later, they're like, here's the really expansion, new area, new character. Diablo 4. Oh, that's absolutely just what they need to do with it. People yeah. really is make it something the that they can options. just keep updating indefinitely. Local events, couch co-op, endgame. PvP, it almost doesn't end. And we are so close. 
I'm young, so when Diablo 2 was out, that is the game that like I would have to sneak over to the friend's house and play, play that <laughs> Resident Evil 4. 2023. Okay, so this isn't coming that soon still. So many games for next year. This is next year's pack. Next year's like everything. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing for the rest of the year. There's like the Harry Potter game and that's it. Sea of Thieves. that were free to those who sail the sea. Though there's always more potential within. And as this song will spell now, some people like co- Couch Co-op, Thirsty. If you had kids, you'd be more into Couch Co-op. I like Diablo yeah, through Couch Co-op. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you imagine and more and more people are living together because of housing costs. So if you've got, like, roommates, Couch Co-op is totally a thing. This is cool. Customizing cabin and setting load out to your ship. As long as there's no profanity, you can name it just how you desire. Booty McBooty <laughs> Testy, you don't just hate children, you just hate people. Children are just little people. The choice is yours, whatever captain you may be. Whether that's cold, looting, no stitches, global racing, or embracing, everybody's welcome in this game. So come set sail as a pirate captain. Our time is almost up, so as we leave, they need to do a one piece crosser. Season seven to see you thieves. Cool. All right. I think saving the loadout is actually fun because then it's like normally when you start the game, you're like, oh, what cannon do I want? What? Yeah, that's true. You got to reselect everything every time. Yeah. Because, you know, the fun thing about video games is just dressing up, you know? Oh, yeah. I dress up. Totally. Our style looks cool. It's like voxel, like lots of little boxes, like voxel art. Yeah. see like old graphics and like a really modern lighting style i think that's that's pretty cool yeah that is cool Ravenlock. um we got yeah we got redfall we got they mentioned like elder scrolls online they mentioned what else did they do for bethesda so far the pit is coming the pit for fallout 76 a lot of the things that you would have expected nothing nothing too surprising yet skyrim is back again GP Carlson. 
It's an onion. Or a lady a part. <laughs> it looks like a vagina. <laughs> it just gave birth to something. <laughs> a bug? This is like a little puzzly platformer thing. Yeah, they're gonna do Starfield at the end. That was kind of weird, T Rex. That was kind of weird. I don't know if we're doing so hot in our predictions. No, I mean, I, I always take the extreme of predictions because then people forget you made them. Or it's true. you hit it and everyone's like, how did you know? You always swing big. At the end of trivia, when they do the big question, you go for all the points. Yeah, you gotta you swing know? big. Yeah, man. Especially when there's nothing to lose. Cocoon. Yeah, this totally feels like a Game Pass game. Mm-hmm. World premiere. Lots of world premieres. Good for them. More dead things. And Japanese stuff. Dynasty warriors? Japanese zombies. And a dragon. Team Ninja. I found you. Yeah, yeah this looks very Dynasty Warriors with zombies. Yeah. Right, I'll be right back. Hold on. That series I really like. Keep them entertained. I'll be right back. I will. I've tried to do uh, the Persona and uh, the Zelda game because I really like those, and I just couldn't. I don't know. Couldn't do it. This is kind of spooky. Fallen die. All right. Fallen Dynasty. Changing our name. I'm curious what's up next. Japan is the home to some of the most talented and well-known game creators anywhere in the world. We're thrilled to be working with Koei Tecmo to bring Wo Long Fallen yeah, Dynasty says there's Game Pass. There's a lack of Japanese games on Xbox. I agree. I'm also excited I to be working with Team Ninja. There's a long the history of building one of the incredible action games Tango for game Xbox. I think that they can it's do great some to be really working cool with stuff. Them once Ghostwire again. was actually, in we my opinion, know how right. important it is to our um, fans to continue to bring more Japanese franchises to Xbox. I'm excited to announce the return of one of the most highly requested and beloved franchises <laughs> to Xbox from our partners at Atlas. This Persona? Yeah, it's Persona. I tried Persona. I Didn't really get into it. But this is a weird... Persona 3 is not like, I mean, it's good, but it's not exactly the uh, pinnacle of the series. 
If they have Persona 4, I think, yeah. Persona 4 is really good. I tried it. I got, I don't know, I think I played maybe six hours. It didn't, it didn't grab me. It takes a while to get started with it. It's like a... You gotta commit a lot of to the- a lot of Japanese RPGs are like that, like no. old Final Fantasies. Like you don't really start the game until you're 20 hours in. No, <laughs> it's like really. Five is probably the best, like really the best JRPG I think ever. It's one of the best like like art styles for any like JRPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the art style. That's, I, I just always have this thing with like Japanese games where like sometimes the art I'm like oh the art style looks really cool but then like get into like the characters and the, the stereotypical like this is the emo girl and this is the you know and it's like oh god come on it's like really I'm glad that they're starting with Persona 5 because that's probably the the best one. Oh, maybe I tried 5 it's one of the thieves. They're all thieves in a city. Yeah, I think maybe I did five. I'm through my third playthrough of it. I'm excited <laughs> wow. to announce a special partnership between Xbox Game Studios and one of the greatest creative minds and innovators in our industry. Hideo Someone that I have admired <laughs> for many years. Today, I'm pleased to share we will be working together to create a brand new experience like we've never seen before. Thank you, Hugh. <laughs> what? Hey, konnichiwa. Kojima Hideo desu. How? You nailed it. It started as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not Death Stranding. I'm not a, I'm not a Kojima fan. I, why did, I love really weird and wacky stuff. I just don't always love weird and wacky like Japanese stuff. I mean, Metal Gear is really good across the board. But, like, when the weird crap happens and you're like, there's no explanation for the ghost that just showed up? Yeah, no, you don't need an explanation. <laughs> good. Like, the, the fact that, like, they just throw weird crap in because it's just weird, not because it actually makes sense with the setting, I think that's the part that gets me. Yeah. And I feel like that should be cool. Like, I feel like I would like that. Today, for the first time ever, we have focused on showing you games that you can play over the next 12 months. Today's show celebrates a diverse lineup of global game creators of all sizes. I feel like some of these weren't mentioned. Who bring with lot. them unlimited potential. Now, maybe games maybe from these were. creators will be coming to Game Pass every single month, including I'm a the Rock of Blade As Dust Falls, that, a like, Plague Tale no... Requiem. Pentiment, like Fable, Persona 5, Royal yeah. like Somerville, and Scorn, just to name a few. Or Outer Worlds 2, and we or start about. 2023 about. with the of some of the yeah. most anticipated titles from the teams at Xbox and Bethesda. Redfall, Minecraft Legends, Starfield, Forza Motorsport, and more. This has been an incredible year. I think everybody's just having a weird 2022. You know? It's been a weird last with millions of people playing our games every single day. And we have you to thank for that. I think most Whether products new that were joining like us through Xbox at the beginning Cloud of the Gaming pandemic that just need a polish ramble release, but now we're playing in the on Xbox time. and PC. Like where we could not have done this without out. you. Mm-hmm. A year ago, we welcomed the talented studios at Bethesda Softworks to Xbox. Here Their teams have been hard at work bringing their franchises to Game Pass 
shipping updates to their games, and building new experiences for you to enjoy. We know that everyone has been eager to see Starfield. Our show today has highlighted gameplay, so it's only fitting that we end it with an extended first look at one of the most anticipated games in Xbox history. This is Starfield. Wear that fancy jacket, Todd. Are we even going to get Todd? Get Todd. That was in the teaser trailer. how the star map works in the game I, they, they showed like the terrain thing like they had it on a table mm-hmm. a little bit they flashed it yeah oh, oh. <laughs> and that's it that's all we get now we're getting Todd. It's hard to oh, express yeah, how excited time. all of us at the are time. to be here with you today. We're so grateful you're spending the time, and we know you've waited a long time to finally see Starfield. Uh, I like it's easily it's a default our most outfit. ambitious game ever. Hmm. Like our previous games, I mean, I kind of have epic a role playing game where you get to be who you want and go where you want. But this time, the uniform. You'll be exploring everyone likes the uniform. So let's jump right in. This is early in the game as you arrive on the mysterious moon. Of Crete. Yeah, it's the same composer. That's the guy that did follow. There's a whole video about him doing the music that's already up. Twenty three thirty three May seventh. That's the day for my birthday. Like three hundred years from now. Ancelot. Whoa. This is in game stuff. Buddy, left corner, you got the status bar. Yeah, yeah, the overlay is like a modified Fallout. According to the scanners, the abandoned research facility is in this direction. So we're like scanning surveying, too. That's interesting. Yeah. Horseshoe crab. Oh, we have a horseshoe crab bug thing. Looks like you can zoom out to third person. More dangerous mm. lobster critter? Well, doesn't want to fight. It's busy. I don't know. There's more of them. Lobsters confirmed. <laughs> Space lobsters? Cool. 
Yeah, it's very No Man's Sky so far. Yeah. I expect that there will be less, like, survival and more RPG. Because, I mean, you can think about it and follow it. You can walk around and pick up, like, the types of plants on the ground. Types and stuff. Of, yeah. It would appear that pirates of the Crimson Fleet are using the facility. Oh, yeah. Get some Crimson Fleet in here. Well, there's that gun. With the yeah, put your little charge in there. There Ammo we go. overlay on top. Yeah, that's good. All right. All right. Run in here. Yeah, see, this is the more RPG side of it. Graphics look nice. It looks like Prey. Like, that graphic mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Not necessarily style. But I think that looks good. The, phys the reaction of getting shot is more real than Fallout. I do like the nameplate above the enemies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the shooting looks solid. Space P90, yeah. No, this is cool. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's a new lockpick minigame. That's fun. Finding, finding gear, nice. Flies in in the middle of combat. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Like different effects from how you kill enemies depending where you hit them. Yeah. Oh, dude, can you get in their ship? Yeah, it's got. It's a little After destiny. After some initial encounters, you're invited to join Constellation, who, in the future, the game is set in, are the last group of space explorers. To meet them. You'll head to the, the capital last city group. of New Atlantis. I'm excited for this city again. Yeah, all right, this here's the actual cool. city. We've seen all the artwork for it. The big fin shape. Which NPCs walk around. Wow. That's like the most populated place in a Bethesda game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this feels like space fallout so yeah. far. Like, plus some other stuff. Ah, the the wristwatch. The, the watch. We have a lot to talk about. We're all here because we're committed to the biggest question of all. It's not hyper realistic. It's Out like stylized there. realism. These artifacts could be everything we've been looking for. As to what they are. Oh, this what is cool. Building. You will be part of solving that puzzle now. Something? The new guy found it. The spacesuits look really good. Artifact, right? Yeah, I really like the lighting inside of it too. The like the material quality, like some of it looks more like leather, some of it looks more metal. Oh, if we can some cyberpunk ash city. Oh yeah, yeah. Tatooine city. The man who sold me this told me that it spoke to him. Of course, I like the close-up talking. Systems is full of groups with other priorities. 
family doesn't follow the rules. Agree to work for UCC Steph. Together, we take down these cutthroat pirates. We're not just here to shoot the bad guys. We're peacekeepers. We protect the people of the Free Star Collective. When you sign up with the Crimson Fleet. Oh, dude, I want one of those suits. The only way out. Yeah, these are all the these are all the factions. Crimson Fleet may be dangerous. Weird monsters. We are not stopping. Cool. Some wild monsters. Most dusties don't even make it this far. Because whatever lies at the end of this road. Yeah, we're gonna have to do bestiary episodes about each of the creatures. That gives you a look at the stories in Starfield. But ultimately, it's not our story. It's the story you create by who you are and the choices you make. And that starts with character creation. Oh, nice. It's our most flexible yet. You can customize all the elements of how you look. The interface looks really good. That gives you three mm-hmm. starting skills. Ha! Huh, that's cool. Let's you spend some time as a diplomat. Having a way with words might prove useful. There are optional traits, and these come with unique advantages and disadvantages. Kid stuff. <laughs> yeah, like the options. It's not just traits. in how you can look. Space Cowboy plays and develops. Was that Hideo Kojima? The skill system combines the best from our previous games, and you can unlock new skills as you level up, and then you rank those skills up by using them and completing challenges. That's and cool. there's deep crafting like systems, from running research projects with resources you find to crafting weapon mods needed to survive. I like that. And you can build your own outposts. These act as a home away from home for survival and resource generation. I'm you can down. Choose where and how to build each one. That's and cool. You can hire mm-hmm. characters you meet to keep it up and running. But that's not all. You can even build your own spaceships. Cool. So, you, more than one spaceship? Or you can choose spaceships like to us, plural? And yes, oh, that's you cool. can completely oh, customize that is cool. the look and layout. Yeah, except modular that's stuff. That's really cool. That's what we were talking about. The modular. We talked about that like There's early on. There's different yeah. modules, ship manufacturers, and more. I have to say, it's so cool. We just absolutely love this. Yeah, that looks awesome. That looks really cool. I'm going to make the dumbest looking ship. It's not just how the ship looks, it's how it performs. From engines to shields to weapon systems. Yeah. Because yes, you can fly it. Alright, here we go. This is the, this has been the big thing. It's like, what is the flying button? There'll probably be like a takeoff cinematic and then a push in space, I bet you. Yeah, that makes sense. Like maybe the taking off and the landing is automated, but then the space stuff. Oh, this looks so cool. The lighting in space looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, phallic ships, yes. Absolutely. 
dude. Like I like it. I like all the debris flying off. Compensator. <laughs> Call mine the shaft. Yeah, I'm just making myself like fun and well, just like as much storage as I possibly can. I'm just like stealing It's like docking. Navigating asteroids fields has been a dream of yours. For all of you really? to experience the game. Thanks again for being with us today, and thanks for all the support you've given us over the decades, especially on this game. It's been an incredible journey for us making it, but we know that's really only the beginning, for it's when all of you play it that the real journey begins. And you may be wondering just how big is this game? So we thought we'd take one last 400 gigabytes and show you. <laughs> That's not what we're Let's asking. Let's take a look at asking. one of our planets, Jemison. You can land in New Atlantis, but you can also land and explore anywhere on the planet. And it's not just this planet. It's all the planets in the system. That is insane. From barren but resource-heavy ice balls to Goldilocks planets with life. So they're using procedural and generation. Not just this system, Absolutely, yeah. But over a hundred systems. They've Over really taken some steps from uh, No Man's Sky. For you to explore. Yeah. We can't wait to see what you find. You're going to need another hard drive. Wow. Okay. So we're going to get like very polished zones, like the cities, but then we're going to get like lots of wilderness and. Yeah. Look at all these different biomes. Yeah, this is why this game has taken seven years. This looks good. This looks better than I thought it would. Yeah, I think it's going to be better than the world's in Mass Effect 1. Yeah, Space Fallout looks good. Now when is it? Let's find out when it is. It'd be March, right? May. May? They're pushing it all the way back to May? It, nah, they don't tell us. Uh, 2030, 2023. They, yeah, they're giving themselves uh, wiggle room. Cool. Ah, we still gotta wait so long. I know. The Starfield lore cast will eventually happen. <laughs> It'll eventually happen once we get to actually having more real content to talk about. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.